Hello and welcome to Reality Daily. It is May 11th and this is the Survivor pre-finale party. And I'm here with three of my co-hosts. First off, Andrew. Andrew, how are you? Great, buddy. How are you? Doing great, man. Uh, Survivor finale coming up on Wednesday. Uh, excited to see who the new king or queen of Survivor is going to be. And we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, second of all, Joe. Joe, how are you? Doing well. A little bit of a cold, but looking forward to the finale. Ooh, Corona. And lastly, news. News, how are you? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, it's always a great time to, you know, predict what's going to happen in the Survivor finale. Hopefully, you know, our predictions end up being true so we don't look like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Well, listen, if there's anybody who's used to looking like an idiot, it's me. So I'm okay <laughs> with that. Uh, let's get into what this is going to be. This is just going to be more of a speculation. Uh, first off, we're going to go over kind of what our expectations are for the finale. And then we're each going to dive into the five remaining castaways where each of us will kind of break down kind of how do we feel like their games have been to this point and what the, we think they need to do uh, to be able to win or what the pathway uh, to win um, would be for them. And then we'll kind of slowly but surely go over the people on the edge just in case they do get back into the game but th they'll be a little bit briefer because quite frankly i don't think there's a whole lot of potential for a lot of these people to come back in the game but we do want to at least highlight a little bit um just in case and then lastly we'll talk about what we want to happen and then what we think will happen so we're going to go ahead and we're going to start off with what our expectations are for the finale and we're going to go ahead and i'm going to send this off to andrew andrew go ahead and tell me what your expectations are for the finale well, the reunion's going to be the one I'm most interested about to see how this Zoom thing works out with 20-plus people. Um, as for the actual Survivor finale, um, I'm expecting quite a bit of time on Edge, of course, or at least the Edge return. Um, and probably, probably some sort of demolition of people on the outside of this alliance that's still in the game. So... Probably whoever returns from Edge. Probably Michelle going. Um, and then after that, I don't know who will be the final three, but I'm hoping um, that is someone I can actually root for to win and not someone who will make me vomit. All right. And we'll get into who those people are that will make you vomit if they win later on. Uh, Joe, go ahead and tell us what your expectations are for the finale. I'm expecting either Tony or Michelle to win. Unless it's a half-ass, Edge pulls it out again. All right. Well, Noose, what are your expectations for the finale? I'm expecting, uh, you know, epic finale. Uh, I'll be honest, I really hope for season 40, you know, all winners, that we see the return of Rites of Passage. Um, I think that'd be a great addition. I think it'd be really fun. It's uh, for this, we haven't had it in a long time. Um, on top of that, I'm expecting a very uh, lame fire challenge that will make me roll my eyes and question why it's there to, to begin with. And uh, finally, I'm expecting a good winner. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm expecting um, chaos. I'm expecting a lot of kind of uh, people trying to pull together, even though we do see there's like a core three right now. I definitely think with you know potential idols coming in from Edge and you know advantages and you know paranoia, I do think we may see a little bit more than just a straight pagonging. Um, but in the end, I do think that there are only about three people here that stand to to potentially win. Uh, although I think that there are ways for the other two as well. Um, but I, I'm really looking for the Edge person. I really think the Edge person is going to have a lot to do with this finale. I'm not saying they're going to win. Not even saying they're going to make the the final tribal. I definitely think they're going to make an impact. 
on this finale. And, and that is what I am skeptical of. I don't exactly know how that's going to do and if that's going to make the season better or worse. If they take out somebody like Tony, who seems to be the front runner right now, that's certainly going to make me <laughs> a little bit ill. Um, but I, I think that they will have a little bit of an impact. So let's go ahead and start talking about the f- people that are in the final five right now. Uh, and let's talk about Bintry Bergen first, the winner of Heroes and Hustlers uh, and Healers as well. Um, I'm going to throw this to Joe. Joe, what are your opinions on Ben's game so far, and what pathway do you see him of winning? Ben had a game. Yeah, okay. I, I, I guess that that's one way you can talk about it. But uh, if you're in Ben's spot right now, what would you do to try to get him to win? Oh, good question. He's made too many enemies at this point. He is so far up Tony's ass. He is a terrible liar, terrible um, strategist, quote-unquote. I do, I do not see him winning this game at all. Like, the way I see it, I think this was Ben's opportunity to show everyone that he did not win at a sheer dumb luck with the fire-making challenge in Triple H, similar to Michelle's story in this season, but... The way I see it, Michelle is succeeding in that little um, subplot, whereas Ben is not really winning over anybody. All right. News, what do you think about Ben's game, and what pathway do you see him of potentially winning? Um, to be quite honest with you, I'm not uh, I'm not really impressed with Ben's game. Um, I think his, in general, he comes off very childish, and he doesn't have, like, especially, you know, considering who's on the jury and who he's burned, like, you know, Adam, Jeremy, I think he's just, he just, he just comes off very, uh, sensitive, like Adam said, and very, in general, like an amateur compared to the other, uh, other people, uh, you know, on the island. So, I think that he has the roughest road, uh, sorry, the toughest, uh, road, um, whether he realizes or not. Um, I think he has to sit next to, uh, Maybe Denise and the Edge returnee as a maybe as a chance. If but that's even a risk as like you know predicting how the jury will you know react to this uh, uh, to the Edge returnee. Um, so I think he has a really tough road, and I think he might just end up being like if he makes it to the final three, he might just end up being a jury goat. Yeah, the thing I also see Ben in kind of that jury goat role. I do feel like this is an improvement from his game in Third Survivor Thirty Five. You know, it would be hard to do worse uh, just because he was always in the minority and he had to find idols and win immunities. At least this time he's been in the know. Uh, he's been, you know, uh, a part of almost every vote. He might have got blindsided once, but I, I think he's been in the know for most of the votes. Um, so I do think he's doing well in that capacity. His social game, I think, is a lot harder this season. He, did, you know, certainly was has been very hostile towards certain people, Jeremy in particular and Adam. Um, where in his original season, he didn't really seem to have any type of a rivalry with an individual player. I guess if you want to say somebody, it would be Chrissy, who was in the final two with him, I mean, final three with him, uh, and got first and second, respectively. I do think for Ben to win, I do think he has to turn on Tony. I do think there's a pathway for him to make it to the end. I do think that a Ben, Michelle, and Denise final three, I do think there's a possibility that he could win. Um, but I think you really got to roll uh, the dice perfectly there. You got to get Tony out, you got to get Sarah out, and you probably got to go with uh whoever gets out um gets back from edge as fourth place or whatever so you do have to get kind of lucky in that capacity i just don't see it happening but i could see ben winning uh i I don't think the edit proves that but i do feel like there's 
ways that he could win. Uh, so lastly, we'll go to Andrew. Andrew, thoughts on Ben as a whole, and then also talk about how you think he could potentially win. Um, ben as a whole this season has been an absolute mess. Um, I've never seen a survivor player be so emotional and so just childish with how they talk to certain people. Um, his social game has been abhorrent, and it's sad that this is an improvement from heroes versus hustlers and i kind of think that kind of tells you what kind of player he is not a good one um i just don't see him winning i don't think there is a path to win at this point it's never a good thing when the edit shows us the jury talking about you being emotional and so negative it's never a good thing when we see clips of you saying well i'm not talking to that person when you try to vote him out i don't know why you wouldn't talk to jeremy you like you tried to vote him out and now all of a sudden like, I'm not talking. It just, it comes off as immature. It comes off as childish. <clears throat> like what's been said already. I don't like, this was a chance to prove that his win wasn't a fluke. This was a chance to prove that he could be a game player and that he, you know, he earned that win. I mean, yes, he earned it in the sense that like he won. I'm not going to take that away from him, but I think this just continues my belief that he's not a good game player socially strategically um and i guess he has physically going for him but other than that i just think ben's lackluster yes yeah, certainly seems that we all think that he is drawing dead here or near uh dead here so we will move to denise i'll go ahead and start off i kind of see her in in the same situation as ben as you know i can probably like give her the way that she could win like you know turning on tony you know if she's the reason that tony goes home imagine having that demise of tony and sandra in the game i do think that's going to be impressive to the jury i just don't necessarily see it from an added perspective and i also don't know if she has the killer instinct or the awareness of what to do because in this episode you know uh, this last episode you know she's like oh we gotta take out michelle or or you know or, or like you know, talking about jeremy in terms of like th- these are the big threats that we have to get out and for her to kind of be so focused on them and not focusing on tony and sarah uh, it, it does make me question it, does she even have the knowledge of knowing what to do uh, let alone if she's going to be able to accomplish it so denise is somebody that uh, I, I think could win but is almost impossible based on the edit i also think that when it comes to denise as a whole player i do think with the exception of the sandra thing she's been very quiet um and i think that as somebody who saw denise as probably like the best survivor player in terms of a one season a lot of people put Kim in that category, but I put Denise up there. Uh, I feel like she has, in my opinion, lost the most stock in terms of like all-time legacy, just because I feel like this season was so lackluster with her. Like, yeah, the Sandra move was was really fun uh, to watch. I mean, not fun in terms of Sandra going home, but was something that was entertaining for the season. Um, but I, I just see her kind of being in the shadows, and that's something that I'm a little bit disappointed on. And I got to think that if she does make the final tribal, uh, the people on Edge uh, or the jury at that point are going to also see her in the shadows. So I'm going to throw this back to Andrew. Andrew, what are your thoughts on Denise? Um, I think Denise had such a big target, like, at one point, coming into merge with the whole Queen Slayer and Sandra thing. And they gave me high hopes for her. Um, but these last few episodes, she's just kind of fallen back into the shadows. Um, the stopping talking at Tribal Council thing. Uh, wanting to go after Michelle and then Nick and Jeremy. Um... And just all of these things, it's just, it seems like for someone who was really on, had momentum, was on a roll, she just kind of went downhill. And it's kind of sad to watch because I actually think 
had she kind of kept that momentum up, she could have won. Um, even if she takes Tony out, I don't know um, if she could win. I think it's possible. She has more of a chance than Ben, but it's not looking too good for her. And honestly speaking, this last tribal council with this whole, I want to go out with a full like stomach, like rolling over and dying sort of thing. I know it was a ploy, but that doesn't look good to a jury either. It doesn't look strong. And, you know, for someone who went from being Queen Slayer to rolling over and dying, pretty much, it's not a good image that you should be painting for the jury. And I just wonder if she really has much stock left. Um, And the stock that she had from taking out Sandra, how dare she, by the way, um, from taking out Sandra is just, I feel like it's gone now. It's so wasted. And that makes me mad that someone who took out Sandra the way she did, who could have won this game, wasted all of that momentum to do this it's actually infuriating yeah um now we're gonna go with joe joe do you agree with andrew what do you think about denise as a player and what the pathway you think uh, she has to win yeah i'm gonna follow that up uh i will say unless something happened off screen that i don't know about going by what the episode said i will give her credit that she was like i want to go to the end with sarah and ben even though Sarah will probably kick their asses, but still, at least she has that kind of insight. But she still must have done something off screen as well to prevent Tony from voting her off as well. So there are bits and pieces that we don't see of her gameplay, which kind of adds to the whole mystery, I would say. And I don't know, like, you can't really keep saying, oh, I slayed the queen. I voted out Sandra. That, like, just one move is not going to win you a million dollars this season. There's 16 people on the jury, and I highly doubt any of them are going to really give a crap about something that was done pre-jury. And the only person that was voted out in that is no longer here. So I can see Denise pulling out, like, a Chris and completely dominating with the remaining few days of the game she has left in her. She can vote out Tony and say she voted out the queen and the king, supposedly, and win the next few immunities. And I would say I think that's probably enough to get some respect from the jury, unless she's with the right people like Ben. And if it's a edge returnee that doesn't really have that much stock in them either. So I would say there's a little bit of chance of winning for Denise, but I would not say my confidence in her is very high. All righty. And lastly, news. What do you think about Denise and what is her pathway to win? Uh, you know, quite frankly, I'm actually a bit, um, a bit higher on Denise than you guys are. Um, I actually don't see her game being necessarily, you know, that crazy different to, you know, what she did in uh, Philippines. Um, she in general she just right she just like she just she isn't a two four player but she makes the right social connections and the right alliances and that usually takes her very far. Um, I think in this scenario the fact that she did make that move pre-jury just by how many how much has been talked up more and more and how much more of a legacy it's become throughout the game I think she could get a lot of credit if she makes the final tribal council. And, uh, you know, based on the fact that she has one individual immunity, I don't know how much that holds up in, like, an all-winter season. But, you know, when when you have, like, challenged competitors, 
as a competitors who you know are pretty good at challenges on the jury who respect that type of thing maybe they'll respect it in the way with uh, and you know give denise a jury vote on like or like you know consider that to be an extra factor um so i'm a lot higher on denise than yeah, maybe you guys um i think for her though her pathway to the end is gonna be tough i think she has to sit next to ben and maybe the edge attorney um and, and i think then she can win i think she has a good case to, to win at that point and uh, if I'm being quite, but you know, if I'm being quite honest though, I have a tough time seeing how exactly you know she actually does make it to the end. Um, I think she, if she does make it to the end, she has a good chance of winning. But I think the the problem with her is that with her edit and all this stuff, kind of stuff, I don't want to be that guy who like you know always like talk about edit, but it just doesn't make sense. I think she has a, I think she's getting one of those finale boot edits, and unfortunately, uh, that may be, end up being the case. All right, and then we'll go to Michelle, who's had a quite an episode this last week, and we will throw it back to her number one fan in news. News, tell us about what you think about Michelle and what is her pathway to win. Listen, dude, Michelle, the ultimate underdog. I, I can't think of a better winner after this season. Sorry, Tony. St- okay, I'm just messing around. I, I, I would love to see Tony win, but uh, I think, uh, you know, Michelle, uh, I would love to see her win too. I think Michelle has been playing a really good game, uh, you know, as a really good winning game, I should say, not the because she's setting herself as a, she's setting herself up as an underdog, pretty much, right? That's not on purpose, though. Don't get me, don't get twisted. I'm not saying that she's like you know intentionally voting in the minority, but she has a good shot to win if she does make it to the end. Uh, her pathway to the end is a different story. I really don't know how she's going to get to the end, but you know, so far, even though she's continued to like vote in the minority round after round, she's still been able, like she's still been able to work her social game and you know keep herself in the game. So. Uh, hopefully she's able to continue doing so. Um, I will say though one thing that I wasn't a fan of. I know me critiquing Michelle's game, but uh, one thing I wasn't a fan of was the way she was just like so unsure when she was playing the 50/50 idol, right? Uh, and she kind of looked at like Jeremy and like you know she kind of looked like as if she was waiting for you know an answer like told what to do. In the eyes of the jury, I I I wonder how that looks and I wonder if the, maybe it makes her seem like a more of a follower. Uh, and so on a sheep and i hope that like you know that doesn't ruin her uh, image to the jury uh but besides that i think uh, michelle is a good shot to win if she makes it then because people when they go out the most a lot of them are giving their coins to michelle so like that, that says a lot so they're fine yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go off what news said here i do think that michelle is uh in, in a position that she definitely could win the fact that she's getting a lot of coins from people and keep in mind that one of the people that gave her coins was poverty who's been on edge for a long time and certainly just on name value alone is going to have a lot of pool with people in terms of like, hey, if Harvey thinks this way, maybe I feel this way. Um, so I do think that kind of like the positive energy towards Michelle is, is you know, something that's going to play in her favor. I don't think that she can win this game by being the quote unquote power player making the big move. Certainly if she makes uh, a couple moves in, in this last finale, um, that's going to help her case. But I don't think you can compare her and Tony when it comes to just strategic moves, right? I think you kind of have to have your own different story. And I think the kind of the scrappy underdog, you know, kind of being in the, um, the tribe uh, where she was with Yule, Nick, and Wendell all came from the starting opposing tribe. Even though she was with Wendell, you know, obviously we know that wasn't necessarily the best situation for her, right? 
So being able to play up like, hey, I fought, I fought, I fought, it was kind of similar to 32, but being able to, to put it in a way that says, hey, people didn't think I deserve my win, but look at me, I'm on all winners, I'm in the final three. I, I definitely think that um, that she definitely has a lot of potential win. My fear for her is uh, no idol. Um, doesn't seem like she has a whole lot of allies. Maybe she's, uh, you know, doesn't even seem like she's in Denise's plans, not in Tony's plans, not in Sarah's plans, not in Ben's plan. Nobody wants her there. And even if the person from Edge wants Michelle there, you know, is that really going to do her a lot of good? So you got final six and final five. She's got to be able to dodge. And also in final four, it's like, I don't know if Michelle's going to win a fire making challenge. It could happen, but I would say unlikely. Um, so I do think that her, her track to get to the end is very tough, but I think if she can get there, I definitely think that she is a live, uh, a live dog to win this whole thing. So we'll go to Andrew next. Andrew, tell us what you think about Michelle. Um, Michelle has surpassed my expectations this season. And, you know, when she when I saw this cast, I just looked at Michelle. I'm like, well, she's clearly the um, easy takeaway from this one. She's like the non-threat of the season. And I think she's shown mm, some strategic power. She's shown her social game has been on point. The problem I have with Michelle is as much as I like the thought of her possibly winning, um, <laughs> it ain't happening, y'all. Let's just be real here. She needs a miracle. She needs an immunity run. Neither of those are going to happen, I don't think. Um, that actually makes me genuinely sad because I actually would like to see her in the final three. Um, the fact that she even won this last immunity, I was shocked because I, I, I thought she was pulling dead there for a minute and she pulled out that immunity. I was like, thank God something good happened this episode. Um, she needs to do that like three more times. I just don't see that happening, especially with the edge returning coming in. If it's who I think it is, she's screwed. Um, but as a game player, I think she's played better than people expected. I think she's played better than a few people in the final five right now. Um, and I think if she does make it to the end, I think she has a very good shot at winning this thing. The problem is, unfortunately, our lovely Michelle, I don't see making it to the end. Yeah, she certainly has an uphill climb. I will say, though. You know, she did kind of do this to a certain extent in 32, right? Like, she won the Final Four immunity, and even though it wasn't immunity, she did win that challenge. They got to remove people from the jury, and she won immunity this last week. Yeah, I definitely think she has the potential uh, to, to win these immunities. I just I just think this is a lot tougher of a cast to do it against multiple times than what happened to her in 32. Especially uh, against like, uh, especially against a comp beast like Tony? Like, dude, it's that's tough. The comp beast like Tony who didn't win until, like, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Three times in a row, baby. That's Three right. times in a row. <laughs> All right, and lastly, to, to wrap up, Michelle, we're going to throw this to Joe. Joe, let us know what you think. Oh, Michelle. Okay, so I'm going to probably rival news in being the ultimate Michelle fanboy here. She has definitely had an, up, uh, sorry, an uphill battle against her probably since the merge began, maybe a little earlier, but... She is, she's definitely a fighter. She's definitely a scrapper. And her social game is easily the best one out of the remaining five here. Everybody, like New said, most of the people who get voted out end up giving their coins to Michelle. A lot of, sorry, I wouldn't say all the advantages are given to her, but she definitely benefits from some of these advantages like the 50 50 coin the challenge disadvantage that she gets or no nick gets it i'm sorry and 
Michelle benefits from that because Nick now suddenly wants Ben out, which he should have done the last episode, but beggars can't be choosers. Um, I don't know what else to say. Her social game is so good at this point, but she does need a miracle. She needs the right person from the edge. But honestly, whoever does come back from the edge should work with Michelle because otherwise if they're not one of the, these people who don't have an idol with them, like Rob or Natalie, or I think Parvati has one, they're going to go next and then Michelle will follow straight afterward. Unless they're like, Michelle's the bigger threat. She goes first and then the edge attorney goes. But otherwise she's going to need a miracle. She needs the right ally. She needs everything to happen perfectly for her to be sitting in the finals. And if she does sit in the finals, she pretty much has it in the bag. I would like to see a Tony win, but because he's been dominating this whole game so far, but if there's any other person I want to see win this game, it's her. All righty. Now we'll take it into Officer Sarah, and we will let Andrew uh, be the first one to give us his take on Sarah. So go ahead. So let me preface this by saying I'm not the biggest Officer Sarah fan. I haven't been. Um, probably never will be, but I will say that she's played a decent game this season. I won't take that from her. Um, and do I think she has a chance to win at the end? Yes. Um, for that to have, actually for her, I think it's the easiest out of anyone in the, actually, no, I think it's the easiest out of anyone in the final five right now for her to win. Um, all she needs is Tony out and Michelle out, and I think she gets the win. Um, and I don't think that's too difficult to convince Ben or Denise to do, um, especially if neither of them win immunity. So I think her path to victory is here. Now, do I see her winning? That I don't know. Um, especially if Tony stays in the game. Tony has been so dominant, and Tony has blindsided some of Sarah's closest allies, like Sophie, um, that if he makes it to the end and Sarah doesn't attempt to vote him out, Sarah's going to look terrible to a jury, I think. That I don't know if she could win against Tony in the end without her trying to get him out. And I think the problem I have with Sarah is I don't know if she will try to get Tony out, to be perfectly honest with you, because she just seems to be so buddy-buddy with him this season that I don't know if she'll make the move. But overall, I think strategically she's played a solid game. I won't take that from her. Um... I think she's done fairly well in this cast. And I think, um, in short, that she could make a run of this money. Tony does need to go bye-bye, though, for her to make that run. All righty. Thank you, Andrew. And we'll throw it to Joe. Joe, what do you think about Officer Sarah? All right. First of all, I apologize for, like, fumbling my words with Michelle. I'll try it to be better with Sarah this time. Uh, Sarah hasn't really impressed me this season compared to Game Changers. Like, she has played a decent game, I'll give her that. But I just don't think it's a winning game. Like, she either... Like, she can vote out Tony, but if the Edge returnee makes it to the end, I think I can see them winning over Sarah. If... Well, obviously, if Tony gets to the end, he beats her. I just don't see Sarah in a position where... She's the one who wins. If anything, she's second place at best. Because Michelle said last episode, perception is reality or perception is everything. 
And as you saw, Sarah was pretty condescending to Michelle last episode. And that's a that's a potential juror she wants to vote out. So that's already one vote that she might not get. And I don't know what else to say. Sarah hasn't really impressed me. She did get a vote steal, but it was kind of pointless to play since her alliance already had a lot of power the time she used it. So overall, not impressed, but I I just don't see her winning. It was a decent game, decent with the card she had, but I don't see it as a winning game. All righty. And News, what do you think about Sarah? Uh, you know, I actually really like Sarah. Um, I think she's played a great game so far, but I think what will end up being her demise is her misconception of how, you know, her duo of uh, herself and Tony will be viewed by the jury. Um, I think for, and I think you saw this in like her talk with, uh, you know, Michelle, she really hates this idea that like Tony's seen as like a better player compared to her. And, uh, you know, I, I, I I totally understand in her position because she probably thinks she's like, you know, everyone's their own winner. Everyone has their own winner at it, but uh, in their minds, I mean, and, but like for her, she just doesn't have a good idea that like, you know, if she, sits next to Tony in the end, she's not gonna she's not gonna be perceived as like the dominant uh, as a uh, you know alpha in that uh, duo. So I think she just needs to come to that realization and vote out Tony. I think she should have done it much earlier in the game, um, and I think it might cost her if they end up in the final uh, three together. Um, but you know, hopefully you know she she can do she can do something maybe like tony goes out on like the fire making challenge or something and, and it works out for sarah because so far just like andrew said it doesn't seem like she's planning on voting him out anytime soon or like it, it seems like she's planning on taking the final three so who knows i think i agree with andrew though i think she has the easiest path to the final three yeah i mean it seems like sarah and tony are pretty lockstep right now um but i do think sarah's got a great chance to win i i think uh I don't think people are targeting her as much as Tony. I think a lot of people are going to say, hey, let's get Tony out, not necessarily Sarah. So if Tony does go home, whether that's from 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 her turning on him or him going out in some other way, like News mentioned, like the fire making, I do think that Sarah has a really good shot to win here. But one thing that I don't think anybody's been speaking about here is I think that Sarah has a possible chance to beat Tony in Final Tribal. Um, I think when you look at Kim, Kim gave all her coins to the women. I think Parvati's been, you know, known pretty pro-women, so is Natalie. It would not shock me that if this kind of like a quote-unquote alpha gameplay, as News mentioned, from Tony, actually turns out to rub some people the wrong way. You know, he certainly kind of turned on Jeremy, turned on Nick in a certain capacity. So I, I do wonder if there is a possibility that maybe Sarah can like have better answers at Final Tribal. She did have a really strong Final Tribal at Game Changers. And Tony, even though he did beat Wu, I don't think his Final Tribal was that strong. Um, so it would not shock me if maybe, uh, you know, Tony kind of fumbled the ball here. And, and then this time next week we're talking about uh, was Tony, quote unquote, robbed or did Sarah deserve the win? Um, I still think Tony's probably most likely going to win if they do make it together. But I definitely think uh, a Sarah win over Tony is is possible. Um, but speaking of the uh, aforementioned Tony, uh, let's talk about him. Uh, Joe, tell me about what you think about Tony this season and his pathway to win. All right. So. It's um, no question that Tony has dominated this season, and he is the front runner to win the season. However, I do think he has made some enemies on the jury, 
And I think he's the only person of this final five who never got a single fire token. If Oh, wait, no, Ben's there. But Ben's non-existent. So, yeah, he's the only person that never got a fire token. So I think that can be something that maybe is downfall. His social game was not as strong. And I think with this giant jury, it may... It may also cost them some votes since some people are not going to be as impressed with his gameplay as others will. He did win three immunities, and he definitely socialized his ass off. Not socialized, strategized. My, I'm sorry. My ass, his ass off. And I can definitely see Tony winning the season. The only thing that can stop him from being in the final tribal is losing the fire making at this point. All right. Uh, news. What are your take on Tony and his chances to win? Uh, you know, I'm I'm loving uh, you know uh, Team TV this uh, season. Uh, you know, he's Tony's been great. Uh, he it's like pretty much classic Kagoyan. Uh, and you know what? I think Tony really has cemented himself as one one of, if not the greatest, you know, reality TV personas out, like ever. He is uh, absolutely hilarious. It is great to watch him play the game. Um, he's pretty much every fan when they go out to play the game of Survivor, they're hoping to have like a Tony experience. You know, what I mean, like when they just like totally dominate strategically and socially. Um, I think uh, I think Tony has uh, probably the greatest odds of winning because coming into this season, Tony has such a huge target because fans always rave about Tony and his win in Kagayan. Um, so I think you know he had the same target with like, you know Parvati or Boston Rob. And the fact that he's made it this far is really impressive. Um, I think his biggest competition might be Michelle, might be Michelle, and I th- and I wouldn't be surprised if you know he tries to focus like vote out Michelle and during the finale. Um, if you know Tony makes it to the end, I think there's a good chance he does win, and uh, you know, hopefully just doesn't blunder and like mess up the final tribal council that much. All right. I you know Tony's so weird because if you had told me at the beginning of the season that Tony was going to be in the finale, I'd have been shocked. If you well, other than being on edge, if you told me he was definitely going to be the most likely to win, I'd also be shocked. The thing about Tony is it's so obvious that he's the one that that needs to go if anybody else is going to win. But at the same time, it's so hard to see him going out right. Like he he has an idol, um, he has an idol that Sarah didn't want him to play on on her. Um, he can win immunities. Uh, you would think that he's probably okay with fire. So, like, they can't just vote him out, right? You've got to blindside him with the idol, or he's going to be able to play the idol, and then he only has to get past one more tribal before he has the t- chance to save himself with fire. So it's so hard to see him going out, but at the same time, it's like, it's so obvious that he's got to go that it's almost very hard to see him winning or making it to the end and also winning. So um, I'm happy with this chaotic uh, nature of the game, and I'm so happy that he made it to the end. Um, but it really just comes down to, can you make it to the end? And if you do make it to the end, like I mentioned with Sarah, can you not fumble the ball? I don't think his jury performance is very good against Wu, um, but I think, you know, Boston Rob talking about Tony as a boss, I, I do think that's going to be in his favor. And I also think something that didn't happen in Kagiyan was this kind of new jury format where, like, everyone can kind of talk at one time. Uh, by the way, that's going to be a mess with all these winners and their egos and, oh, my God, and the like, expanded jury. Um but I do think that plays more in the favor of someone like Tony uh, than the like everyone step out at one time. You know, Trish has to have her moment. Spencer has to have her his moment. But when everybody's talking together, I do think that kind of is going to benefit the more uh, quote unquote strategic player because they're not as held 
their feet aren't as held to the fire. Um, so lastly, we'll go to Andrew. Andrew, what are your thoughts on Team TV? Team TV all the way. Um, I've loved Tony this season. And like Wyatt said, I was not expecting him to go far. I just thought this oaf would get voted out at some point and we would just enjoy him on edge doing crazy things to annoy people and make them want to quit. And he is here finale night with a chance to win. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing that bothers me about everyone left in the game. It's like it's so obvious Tony has to go. It was obvious this last episode Tony has to go. Um, and for some reason, these people don't want to vote Tony out. And it just makes no sense to me why they don't want to do that. But, hey, I mean, I guess if you don't want $2 million, that's on you. Um, with that being said, depending on who comes back from Edge, maybe someone will have an enlightened moment and an epiphany and decide to vote Tony out. I don't know. I don't think so, personally. Um, or maybe he gets put in fire making with someone like Ben. I don't see that happening, but hey, you never know. And he loses by some miracle. No, actually not miracle, by some devastation. Because, um, God, Ben's terrible. Um, then Tony's out. But for real, like, I just... I see Tony has a very good chance at winning at this point. And I'm not a betting man, but if I was at this point, I would be putting my money on him. All right. Thank you. So now... We've talked about five people in the finale, but we, we haven't talked about who that sixth person is going to be uh, in the finale competing for the $2 million. And that's the person that's coming back from Edge. So what we're going to do here is we're going to kind of go briefly through each person. Um, so we're going to start with Natalie, the first boot. I'm going to throw it to News. News, just, just tell me what you think about Natalie's chances if she gets back into the game. Uh, you know, Natalie is a, competition, a competitive beast. Um, you know, if she comes back, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if, you know, she just dominates in these challenges. Um, I, but like, I don't know how, like, you know, good her chances of winning are if she does make it to the end, uh, just because it's kind of hard to really like say what you did in the game when you were voted out day one. So, but, <laughs> you know, I like, you know, I like Natalie, but like, you know, I hope it's not a Chris Underwood situation where, you know, she was out of the game for what, 37 days, 35 days, and she just gets to come back and win. Anyway, but yeah, that's uh, you know, I think she has a, I think she has a good chance to win the challenges. Not so sure about the uh, final vote if she makes it to the end. I gotta be honest, news. I I, I disagree. I, I think that Natalie, if she makes it back into the game, I think the only person that potentially beats her is 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 Tony. And I think it's even possible that she can beat Tony in the end, just because not only can she win the challenges, but she's been there from day one, so she has all these social bonds with these people. And we talked about this on prior episodes. I think that she's going to come across as very uh, like sweet to most people, and they feel like they have a personal connection to her. Remember, like you know, her and Harvey like shared the peanut butter together and everything. And also, like, and same one, Sir, you know, she had that memorable idol play at Final Five. And she looks at Jacqueline. She's like, Jacqueline, did you vote for who I told you to vote for? And, like, she has an idol coming back into the game. So, like, I do think that she's going to be able to use this idol, especially if she wins immunity Final Six, to to cause chaos. I think that she knows what Chris Underwood did was effective, and I think she would try to do that as well. And I'm sure that people on the edge are talking about what they would want to see from somebody coming back from the edge. And if she can complete these things, I think she's really going to be – Virtually unbeatable. Maybe Team TV can, can take that, but I, I really do think if Natalie makes it to the end, I'm really going to be worried that she's going to go off and be the winner of the season. And we're going to have uh, the first boot become the winner. And quite frankly, I'd rather get COVID than have Natalie win this season. Could you and imagine? this is why Edge of Extinction sucks. 
And this yeah, is why I want Natalie to win, so that these people learn, because they should have learned with Chris Underwood that Edge of Extinction sucks. Do not, so, do not hope for this. Do not hope for this, okay? So we have I Team hope, TV in the end. So, like, I hope that somehow, if this happens, Survivor can finally stop shoving Edge of Extinction down our throats and realize it sucks, because now you would have had a fourth person booted and a first person booted win the game. That's not Survivor. Could you imagine um, her, her coming back and be like, Michelle, also, did, you vote for, did you vote for who I told you to vote for? <laughs> she just placed her idol that way. I think it also, could happen. I think it could happen. Also, as much as I find these large 13, 16-person juries hilarious, it's obnoxious, too, especially with this format with the outwit, outplay, outlast. It, it's – they're not going to – you cannot do, like, what is it, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, 20 minutes most with these – with these certain numbers of people. Yeah, I like the kind of like new jury structure. I don't like it to be this kind of like massive, like everyone can vote uh, type situation where everyone but Sandra is going to be casting a vote for the winner. But let's move away from Natalie and let's move on to Amber. And I'm going to go to uh, Andrew. Andrew, if, if Amber somehow, somehow, with no advantages, wins this challenge, what do you think she's got to do? Or do you think she has a chance to win? Um, if Amber, by some miracle, with no advantages, wins this challenge, I will be floored. I would be absolutely floored. That would be the most shocking thing I think I've witnessed in a while. Um, with that being said, if Amber comes back in without an, and she won't have an idol, um, and she has nothing really to offer in that regard, I think she's screwed. I really do. I think she needs to go on an immunity run. Um, she will need to beast it out um, to make it to the end. And if she makes it to the end after going on this immunity run and hopefully doing something that causes some sort of chaos because that plays well with a jury like this, she has her husband on the jury who can talk her up. And on top of that, she has a few people like Natalie, who she's been with since day two, day three, um, and all these other people who I actually think she could get some votes for, but I don't think she wins. Yeah, I, I kind of think the only way that she could ever win is if just like Boston Rob, just like like almost like a cult, just like gets everybody to vote for his wife. Like, uh, come on, Tyson, you know, you got to vote for Amber. You know, I think that would be the only way. Like, it would literally be like Boston Rob, like manipulating the jury. Uh, so not only is it like very like far-fetched to think that she even could, could make it uh, past this challenge, but I do think she would really be banking on her husband's work. Uh, not her own. I don't think she has the capabilities to pull off that kind of Chris Underwood or even what we talked about with Natalie's potential. I don't think she's doing the idol thing and saying like, hey, Michelle, did you vote for who I told you to vote for? So I, I do think Amber would be completely drawing dead even if she got back in. Let's go to Danny. Danny Boatwright. Joe, what do you think about Danny? Oh, boy. Danny. Danny's a mess. And yeah, I don't see her coming back. I... I got to say, as far as people I really wanted to see go far and do well in this season, Danny was at the top of the list. Well, I wouldn't say the top, but one of the top people. And as much as I enjoyed her as a character with all the mess she caused in the first few episodes, she has disappointed me as far as the gameplay aspect goes. And I don't think she has a single advantage if she were to return, and I just don't see her getting any 
getting any support from the jury, even though she was like the third person to show up because she kind of ruined the whole old school alliance on the old Sele tribe. So that's already like half, I'm going to say half, but that's a few votes she doesn't get. So like if, if Sarah were to get that win, Danny would be one of those people she would have to pray makes it back into the game. Yeah, what I what I see for Danny is kind of similar to what I said about Natalie, and even to a certain extent Amber is like she, at least she was there from the beginning or, or close from the beginning, so she does she didn't have a lot of time to kind of like establish these relationships, but I I just don't necessarily know if she has what it takes to go in there, just especially with how paranoid she was in the regular game. I gotta think she'd be paranoid um, if she got back in the game, so I just don't see her being able to put uh, together enough of a resume um, against somebody like Tony or Sarah. Maybe if you kind of have this lackluster final where somehow Danny. Danny, Denise, and Ben, you know, I, I can kind of see maybe how Danny could somehow go in there and steal it just from being able to, you know, establish all these bonds with people. Um, but I do think that is uh, very far-fetched. So we'll go down to Ethan. Uh, news. What do you think about Ethan? Um, I actually, you know, I I actually love Ethan's story this season. Um, you know, we've shown we've been shown so many scenes of you know Ethan like having like the toughest time on edge and uh, comparing it to the you know cancer treatment and uh, you know I think if Ethan comes back and he makes it to Final Trouble Council, how could he not vote for the guy? I actually think that Ethan's story is really good, and I think that his uh, it would just be such a great ending, which I think even the fans could get behind, even though he would be like edge of uh, edge of extinction returning winner. Um, I th- uh, I don't know how well he would do in the challenge. I don't think he has the best odds. But uh, you know what? If he comes back and somehow makes it to you know day thirty nine and wins, I can't hate it. Yeah, I definitely think just the the story, like he, like you know, people talk about a resume, but like he has a life resume, right? Like he has reasons that you'd want to vote for him. So I definitely think that it's far fetched for him to be able to win the challenge. But I do think that just like everyone loves Ethan, right? And you got to think everybody on Edge also does. So I do think, especially if he can get to the end with somebody that is a little bit less than, uh, you know, satisfying, like Ben and Denise, like I mentioned earlier, uh, I, I do think there's a possibility that he could somehow get in there and steal that win. Uh, let's talk to Andrew about Boston Rob. Old man Rob, who aged like 50 years since he's been on the game. Um, He does have a, a boo-boo on his elbow, so be kind. Oh, you mean the elbow that he cracked that caused him to lose the advantage, the fire tokens? Because he was yeah, totally going to yeah. outrun Natalie. Yeah. I was about to say, totally. that's, that's some bullshit. I'm sorry. You're not going to. I think, who was the last person? Like, Wendell, right? I don't think he's beating Wendell in a foot race anyway. I got to be honest. <laughs> oh, I cracked my elbow. I lost the race. Rob, buddy, you gained like 50 pounds. You were never winning that race. Chill out. Um, <laughs> The thing about Boston Rob is that. Like, I don't care for him on the season, so take what I say with a grain of salt. Um, he's not winning the return competition. God, I hope he doesn't. Um, compared to Natalie, who has, like, three advantages and I actually think could run circles around him, actually literally has run circles around him, and Tyson, who has, like, a few advantages as well, he's not winning. Um, if he does somehow come back by s- some disastrous result... Um, that's where I start to worry, um, because for some reason you put this man in the game and you give him some time to do something, and for some reason people turn stupid. I don't understand it. It makes no sense to me. Um, 
But I also hope that someone like Ben, who had to sit and be babysat by Boston Rob before he was voted out, sees Boston Rob and says, oh, no, he has to go immediately and revolving doors him, um, which I think is very possible. I don't think he has. Does he have an idol? I don't think he has. Rob has an idol. Oh, God, Rob has an idol. Oh, no. (laughs) Because he had one from the first the first one because him and Amber like pulled their tokens together. Oh, no, Rob has an idol. Okay, so that actually complicates things. Because if he plays his idol, and selfishly, he'll probably play it to save himself. If he saves himself at, what, like, final, what would it be, final six, final five? It opens some doors, but I don't see a win for him. I don't. Um, But he has a small, slimmer chance compared to someone like Amber and Danny who are drawing dead. And if he makes it to the end, I think there is a good number of people on the jury who would vote for him. I don't know why, but they would. I'm just going to butt in and say I disagree. Rob's been a joke this season. I, I think, think joke is a little bit harsh. I think we see him as a joke. I don't necessarily know if the casual fans are seeing him as a joke, right? Because, like, they're still giving him a lot of screen time. And, that you know, they didn't make it seem – like, we just talked about how silly it was that he blamed, like, his elbow on the reason why he couldn't outrun Wendell. Like, you know, you're not doing a handstand, right? Like, you're running. And, like, I don't think they portrayed it as, like, hey, Rob is, like, this crybaby who, who acts like he was going to win. But he didn't. Like, I well, think the casual fans course. still like Rob, and I think for that reason, I think that when you have any type of, of legacy, like Boston Rob or Parvati, it's so hard to see, edit-wise, what they're trying to give us, right? Because they're always going to put these people in a good light. Yeah, why— And let's not forget that this man also continued collecting coconuts even after he lost. So, like, they're not showing us these positive things for Boston Rob to just say he's drawing dead in the water versus someone like Danny who literally is drawing dead in the water. Like, I think there is a chance here. I don't want a very, it to happen. A very personally. slim chance, but overall gameplay-wise, he's he hasn't impressed me. But um, I already forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. Well, uh, why do you think about that, Joe? Gameplay. Yeah. Well, why do you think? Go ahead, Andrew. I said, but forgetting gameplay, like it doesn't matter if he makes it to the end with this jury, this massive cyber jury. And, like, with some of these people who he's probably friends with outside of this game, mind you, like, I don't think it's too big of a stretch, especially if he's there with someone like Ben and, like, I don't know, Denise. Like, I don't think it's too big of a stretch for this jury to say, you know what, we like Boston Rob the best out of these three. Let's just vote for him. Oh, but that's such a pathetic ending. And I just remembered I was going to say, Wyatt, um, Rob could have played the worst game of all time this season, and CBS would still show him in a good light. Exactly, and he did. Like he literally did play the worst game of all time when he made four grown ups sit in a corner and think that he wasn't <laughs> going to go out unanimously, and he still got shown right. Which makes me think that it's not crazy to think the Boston Rob could get back in the game. And if he gets back in the game, who knows, man? Uh, uh, unfortunately, I do think Boston Rob winning would be the worst, the, the worst of all options, right? Like I talked about Natalie earlier, and I joked that like I rather have COVID and see Natalie win. I rather my entire family get COVID than Boston Rob win this season. Boston Rob is terrible. Like if he had a decent game before he got voted out, I would mildly be okay with it. That's a lie, but just roll with it. But his gameplay was just so terrible. Like, no, there's no reason I can see him winning and be, like, completely fine with it. And you don't have to be happy with a Boston Rob win. Like, no one has to be happy with that. But to say that he doesn't have a chance. Jeff Probst would definitely. 
I think he doesn't have it. I don't know how much I buy into Jeff Prost being happy that someone who got voted out so early wins. Um, Are you but to say me? that he doesn't have a chance to win, I think it's a stretch. And to also add on to this point, this is another reason why Survivor needs to stop doing this twist. Just saying. Yeah, didn't like all the winners this season be like, fuck Edge of Extinction? I mean, I don't think they wanted to play with the Edge of Extinction, but like, like they had to do this. They had to make it Edge. Like, they just had to. When you're selling out all this money to get Parvati and Boston Rob back and Sandra and all these other winners that you want, you know, you're paying them good guarantees to come and play it. Like, it would have been awful if, like, Boston Rob got voted out in the first day. I mean, for me, it wouldn't have been awful. But for most people, it would have been really awful to see Boston Rob basically be on the screen for 15 minutes and go home. Um, so being able to have him in these episodes where they can still show him on episode 12, um, you know, that that certainly is, uh, is you know, they're trying to you know, extract all the money they can from what they paid them up front. So they had to do this. Uh, I do know that, like, they asked uh, – um, Jeff, after like season 38, if like, you know, Edge of Extinction was here to stay, and he said yes. And then after season 40, uh, it seems like he has walked that back. He has said that five chosen are here to stay, which, you know, it's his own discussion. Um, but, uh, but Edge of Extinction seems like it's done after this. And maybe that's because somebody wins is from Edge of Extinction. So we'll keep going down the line. Joe, you've, you've been talking a little bit, but I want to hear you talk about poverty. All right. Um, poverty, I would say, is. Maybe the third next best to come back to the game after, I would say, Kim or actually not Kim, Tyson and Natalie. Parvati can definitely reel in some people on her side unless they just want to kiss Tony's ass some more. It's really a question of who would they rather butt kiss between those two. And I can definitely see Parvati charming someone. I know Michelle would definitely be Team Parvati. And Parvati definitely has a good resume when it comes to winning challenges, or at least being good in challenges. So I wouldn't count Parvati out winning if she were to return. Alrighty, so we'll move to uh, news. And news, tell us a little about what you think would happen if Yule came back into the game. Man, I think Yule would be pretty good. Uh, like you know, coming back, and I think like uh, with you, if he were to you know win the challenge and come back into the game, he he, I think he has a strategic mind to you know get through the last couple of days and make it to day 39. It's just that I'm not exactly sure if he has this a big enough story, I guess, to really you know uh, win this uh, win the season. Um, it depends if he does come back and makes it to the end. I think it just depends on who he's sitting next to. I think Ben has to definitely be one of those people. And maybe have Denise, but I, that's like still it's still tough. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not too confident in Yule. Yeah, I think that Yule is interesting because it doesn't seem like I wouldn't say he's likely to come back. But the idea that they gave him so much time to kind of talk about how like intrinsic the like, fire tokens were, and I think he bought like didn't he buy an idol? Wasn't didn't that what he showed that he bought like an idol and like an advantage and things like that? So the fact that he like has that. You know, I, I do feel like, you know, it's like, why just show that? Like, there is something that kind of makes me think that maybe Yule does come back. And I do think Yule has a really interesting way of breaking things down, uh, you know. And I think, I wonder if he could talk some sense into some of these people about Tony. I do wonder. I do think if anybody's going to kind of, like, upend Tony's streak, I do think Yule's probably one of the most likely people here. Um, so I, I'm, I'm keeping my eye on Yule here. Um, well, let's go to somebody who I'm not keeping my eye on, and that is Wendell. Andrew, what do you think about Wendell's chances if he gets back in? 
I think Wendell's dead in the water. I don't think Wendell has gotten too much positive airtime since being voted out. And actually, I don't think Wendell has gotten too much positive airtime this entire season, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. Um, Wendell just seemed to rub people the wrong way this season. I don't, like, even if he comes back to the game, I don't see a jury voting for this man. Um, he's been arrogant. He's been abrasive. He's been annoying. And I don't think people buy into that or like that. So it's very hard for me to sit here and say, well, if he comes back in, he could take a run at this. Um, in fact, if he comes back in, like, if I'm someone like Denise or Sarah, I might want to take him to the end because I feel like I could beat him. I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things about Wendell, right? It's just by what we saw, it would be very difficult for us to believe that somebody like Wendell, based on how negative he was portrayed on the show, even if he does come back in, would even be remotely a threat to win. Um, so for that reason... Um, also, somebody else who kind of came off a little crazy, um, and that's uh, Adam. So let's go to somebody else who's also crazy. Joe, what are your thoughts on Adam um, and his potential if he comes back? Um, I'm probably in the minority in this, but I loved Adam this season. He was definitely an improvement from the constant crying mess that he was on Millennials versus Gen X to just a mess that bullied Ben. But... As far as returning the, into the game, he has no chance. He was the next closest person to raising the flag on Edge of Extinction. And even some people commented commented on it. So I just don't see him coming back. He's not good at challenges, as we've, show, as we've seen with the coconut gathering. And yeah, he's just going to be a juror. I don't see him coming back. He's dead in the water. Sorry, Adam. Yeah, going from somebody that's not good at challenges to somebody who is good at challenges uh, and was also the, the edge returning the first time. Let's talk about Tyson news. Uh, you know, Tyson, I'll be honest, man, I think if he were to come back, how embarrassing is that to be voted out twice, like, especially <laughs> with Edge of Extinction? Like, Ask Ozzy. Uh, yeah, I know, but Ozzy, like, the first time, I was I guess it was intentional, right? So they would come back and, uh, anyway. But, like, like, with Tyson. Matt Elrod, baby. Yeah, so with Tyson, though, right, it's like, oh, man, I, I just wish he doesn't come back. Because, like, if he does and then he gets voted out again, like, just how like how much shit can Tyson get from Survivor? He, poor guy already got, like, the dumbest move with the heroes versus villains. And then, like, now he's going to come, like, one of the worst performances in all winners. Um, you know, if he were to come back and he somehow makes it to the end, I don't think he has a good shot just because he has been voted out twice. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's just uh, my view on it. I wholeheartedly disagree. Go ahead, Andrew. I genuinely think if Tyson comes back, he actually has a chance to win the game. As scary as that is, which, again, another example of why this twist shouldn't exist, but, like, Tyson's a fairly likable person. And with how much time he spent on Edge, these people are literally his friends. Natalie bought him an idol, mind you. Um, Like... I, I can't see him not making it to, if he somehow makes it to the end I can't see this jury not voting for him even if yeah. he was voted out twice I I, just, I can't see it them not voting for him you know Tyson's a very likable personality and when you look at the people here like think about the people he's already played with before has established connections with right Rob Amber 
Parvati, uh, to a certain extent, some, some of the people that he was on our tribes with, Kim, you know, the quote-unquote poker alliance between uh, uh, Kim and Jeremy. Nick mentioned that, you know, he kind of wanted to play with Tyson in the beginning of the season. That didn't really turn out to, to happen when he voted him out the first time. So you got a lot of people who already know Tyson or like Tyson take into consideration the people he's living on edge with, you know, see Natalie, uh, you know, give him an idol. So yeah, I definitely agree with Andrew. I definitely think there's a possibility. I think that him, I don't know who I think has a better chance of coming back in between Tyson and Natalie, but I think both of them are going to be legitimate threats to win the game. If they come back in, just because they're, they're athletic enough in challenges that they could win their way to the end. They both have an idol. So even if they lose one, they could, they could play it. They both, as far as I know, are competent with fire. So it's not crazy to think they could, they could, you know, do that final, final four. And, you know, I, I think they could win in the end, like just because they're, they're, they have uh, people who, who like them. So I definitely think that's kind of like what we're getting at as the worst timeline. I know we shit on Ben earlier, but I'd much rather have a Ben win or a Denise win than anybody on edge, uh, quite frankly. So, um, you know, hopefully that is the way that we go. But um, but Andrew, we're going we're gonna to keep it up with you and uh, tell me about what you think about Sophie. Um, I don't see Sophie coming back. I don't think Sophie has shown like, too much of a challenge, like, B sort of thing. I mean, I know she won a few individual immunities back on South Pacific, but this season, I mean, not so much. Like, I don't see her beating Tyson, maybe, or Natalie. I just, I don't, especially with how many advantages they have. I don't see that happening. If she does come back in, I actually think strategically she would be okay. K-ish if Tony doesn't get her first um, because she does kind of still have some connection with some of those people in the game still um, it could work out to her I mean like when she was voted out it was a blind side and Sarah wasn't included neither was Ben so um, like that does play into her favor like she has friends going back into this game um, that she easily could reconnect with and you know they could make a run at it so from a strategic standpoint, Sophie, you know, she's one of the ones who, if she comes back, she doesn't really, I don't think she would need to rely on winning things to make it to the end. I think she could just reconnect with her allies and something could happen there. I do feel like Sophie got in, in a u- unusual amount of screen time for somebody who just kind of like was kind of like a, a an early to mid cherry boot. And I feel like from someone like Sophie, who I don't think is like this like larger than like personality. Where like I kind of expected that from someone like Tony, or I expected that from somebody like Tyson. I didn't expect that from Sophie, and that does kind of make me wonder: is is she possible uh, to to be able to come back in the game? So, um, I, I you know I'm certainly looking out for her as well. But we'll go to news, and we'll talk about Kim. What do you think thoughts on Kim uh, if she comes back in? Uh, you know, I actually think Kim has a great shot to to win if she does come back and you know makes it to the end. Um, I think you know. Kim has this, has had this story of, you know, being someone who wants to finally take control of the game. And, you know, maybe that's some foreshadowing they did early on that, like, you know, if she were to come back and, you know, she takes out Tony or she takes out maybe Officer Sarah or something like that. And, uh, you know, I think just Kim is like one of those other players like uh, Parvati or Boston Rob where they have such huge legacies. That if they make it to the end, they just get they just get votes just because of their uh, just because of off name, you know. Um, I, I I really like Kim's chances, and Kim is a really good challenge uh, competitor. So uh, I I you know I'm I'm feeling pretty good about Kim. Uh, Kim's odds of returning the game and winning. 
Yeah, you got to think that she's coming in there with the full head of steam to get Tony out, like she tried to do last time. And I think there's a possibility that if she does get back in, that she'll try to go down swinging. You know, she said that, like, I'm willing to go to Edge to make this move. Got to think she's willing to put it all on the line to get Tony Falacos out of the game. Let's go to Joe about Jeremy. I said, let's go to Joe about Jeremy. I think uh, Joe lost his connection. All right, well, Andrew, I'm going to go to you. What do you think about Jeremy? Oh, Joy. Um, so Jeremy, I mean, if he wins and he comes back, I don't know. If he wins and he comes back, I hope he doesn't. Actually, no, he knows Tony voted him out. So he might go crazy and try to get Tony out. That might be Tony's worst nightmare if Jeremy comes back. But then again, I don't think anyone will listen to him because Ben didn't like him all too much. Um, Denise really didn't want to strategize with him. Sarah is just with Tony, and there's no way Sarah's going to vote Tony out. So that just leaves Michelle and Jeremy. Um, he would kind of need to go on a run. And the fact that he doesn't have an idol, I don't think, and Natalie didn't buy him one, um, makes me think, like, you know, if he comes back, it's not really a pretty picture for Jeremy. Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? I didn't even think about it just now, Andrew. How do you feel if you're Jeremy, right? And, like, you see Natalie giving an idol to Tyson, but not you. <laughs> it's like, I mean, I think aren't y'all, aren't y'all, be- like, y- y'all FaceTime all the time. Like, it's crazy to me that she didn't give it to Jeremy now that I think about it. Especially since she had, like, the peanut butter and all this kind of shit. Like, she surely she had enough to, like, give Jeremy an idol, too, right? <laughs> like, and just don't buy the peanut butter. She had- she had leftover tokens. Let's not forget that. Like the one, like Nelly made it clear that she had a bunch of leftover tokens. Um, so like she could have bought Jeremy something, and she ridiculous. didn't. Um, so like I find that very interesting, and that's why I have more hope for Tyson than people realize. Because if she can get, if he can get her to buy him, you know, buy him an idol, and they're not like. He, she doesn't FaceTime with him every day. Like, that tells me something. And that's why I also kind of think this kind of shows me that Jeremy's kind of drawing dead right now. Yeah, for sure. But Nick, uh, I mean, news, we're going to go to you about Nick. Um, you know what? I think, see, the thing with all these players, right, that they, they, they just got recently voted out, I think they're just auto right away. I think their odds of coming back and winning is just so much higher, right? Uh, than like any of those ones that went out super early. But that's just my view, view on it. I know you guys disagree on that. I just personally think the winners are going to have more respect to the game and uh, are going to vote for someone who actually was in the game. Um, uh, but I think when it comes to Nick, I think if he gets out and he comes back in and then you know starts making moves, I think he has a really good story. Um, he has the benefit of going to Edge and like making some relationships there with people who, who he may have not met on uh, in, like, in the pre-merge. And, uh, you know, I'm not 100% confident on how well he like how well his odds are or how good his odds are for the challenge itself, because I don't think he has enough fire tokens to really buy advantages, right? So I'm not yeah. really sure like uh, how yeah he's gonna really have to pull off a miracle compared to like the other players in there like uh, Tyson and Natalie. Yeah, even if he pulls off the challenge, I think that he's drawing dead. I don't think he'll get get he'll get a whole lot running. And even if he does, I just don't think he's done enough in the game to really you know warrant anyone's respect. I like Nick, um, and I want him to do well coming into the season. But I just don't think that there's enough of a body of work here to make him a viable um, contender. 
uh, even what I mentioned earlier with like Dan- Danny Boatwright and, and potentially Amber, we're talking about like Ben and Denise and then insert edge player here. I don't even know if he wins that final three. I think that probably would, would lean more at, at Denise's feet. Um, but yeah, I, I think Nick is completely drawing dead here. But lastly, since Joe's off, it would just be us three. We're going to talk about what we want and what we think is going to happen. For what I want, I just want fluidity in the game. Uh, I, I don't mind if the edge person has like, you know, an impact on the season. I just, I mean, on the finale, I just don't want them to particularly win. Um, so what I'm really hoping for is we don't see Tony and Sarah glued to each other. We don't see Ben tied to the idea of going to the end with Tony and, and Sarah. I just want every vote to, as viewers, be up in the air, uh, even if they're not in the actual game. I want us to not exactly know where we're going to go, who's going to win, who's going to win fire, who's not. But what we'll, what we'll get I, I think that we'll most likely get the Tony, Sarah, and Ben final three. Um, and I do think Tony's the most likely winner of that three, which I'm, I'm okay with Tony winning. You know, it's something I can I can abide by. But I do wish that if he was going to win, there would be a little bit more a chaos in the finals. Um, Andrew, what do you want to happen, and what do you think we're going to get? Well, um, I want some chaos in this finale. I want the edge returner to cause some chaos in this finale, not just be booted out in sixth place. Um, you know, Team TV always, but then again, I also, this is unpopular opinion, certain people coming back from edge, I'm actually okay with winning just because, again, um, one, I like some of these people, and two, Survivor needs to stop doing this twist, and if it takes them winning for people to see this twist needs to go away, by all means, hey, Natalie, Come get another crown, sis. Um, so, and I want some dynamics to go on. I don't want it to be so static where we see Ben be predictable and boring and, like, want to drag Tony to the end or something like that. Like, I want something interesting to happen. Um, and I'm also really interested to see how this Zoom reunion works because, good God. All right, well, let's go to... Um news what do you what do you want to happen and what do you think is going to happen for the finale um well obviously i want a good winner um i also you know what i wanted to i want the fire making challenge to have no fucking impact on the goddamn uh, <laughs> results of the final trouble i want like the obvious winner to win like you know the Im- immunity at final four or something like that and then like the fire making challenge is like irrelevant at that point because, oh God, I, I really hate that twist. I think it's a bullshit twist. I think it's worse than Edge of Extinction. Um, I wish I really wish they would have removed it for this season. Um, and uh, what else am I expecting? Oh, uh, I'm also... So what else do I want? Hmm, you know what? I actually want the jury segment to be a little less chaotic. And I want it to be more... Uh, I want to have more of a fl- uh, proper flow. That's uh, that's one thing I would like to see. Um, besides that, uh, you know, I'm interested. I'm in, like Andrew said, I'm interested to see what uh, the Zoom meeting is going to be like. All right, uh, Joe, I think you're back. So go ahead and tell us what you think. What do you want to happen in the finale, and then what do you think is going to happen in the finale? All right, what I want in the finale. Um, well, considering Natalie has the best chance of making it into the game. I wouldn't mind seeing an all-Jersey final tribal council with Tony, Michelle, and Natalie, because I think that would be iconic, with all of them screaming at the jury. Uh, Secondly, uh, I just want pure chaos. This is what I wanted the whole season. 20 winners, 
who have giant egos with something to prove. I expect lots of chaos. I don't expect it from Ben. I have some faith in Denise, but everyone else, I expect lots of chaos, regardless of who makes it back in the game. I I would expect them to be as desperate as humanly possible trying to make it to the final tribal. And I also want this stupid Edge of Extinction, as well as what New said, the fire-making final war challenge, that can also rot as well. I think it has screwed up a lot of potential iconic wins, except for Rick Devins. He rightfully got fourth. In fact, he should have never returned in the first place, but that's another story. Um, so overall, I am also curious to see how this virtual reunion is going to go with it being on Zoom. I hope uh, a lot of messy disconnections happen just because that'd be funny for live TV. But overall, I expect a good proper ending to this supposed 20th anniversary season. Fantastic. Well, we appreciate everybody listening to our uh, preview party podcast for the finale. Uh, also, this is the longest reality daily we've ever done. Uh, so uh, cheers to that. Uh, thank you, Andrew, Joe, and News for being on here today. And we hope that you will join us later on in the end of the week when we recap what actually happened, what we were right about, what we were wrong about, what we think of the season as a whole. And then, you know, I don't I don't know. We're, I don't think we're going to get a, a Survivor 41 preview because they haven't filmed it. So I guess we'll talk about maybe the future of their franchise after that. Uh, so thank you for joining us again. Uh, make sure you rate the podcast five stars and subscribe on whatever podcast you are on. We're on Twitter at BroViver. You can reach us by email at BroViverPodcastNetwork at gmail.com. And we hope that you'll tune in again. Thank you. Bye.